I was Vivi the Vamp, Vivi Bubbles. Yeah. So you stick with Vivi. I like Vivi. I just, um, you know, I wanted to make it more burlesque or I guess more like Vivi. You know, I want at first I wanted to be just Vivi and I wanted to be kind of like Madonna or Cher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. with the single name. Okay. But, you know, I found it was really hard to find myself when I Googled myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's important. It is. That is a Googleable name. Yeah. That's it, very important. And, like, Vivi is, like, big in Japan, apparently. There's, like, a bubble tea shop that's called Vivi, and... I wonder what like, it means in Japanese. I don't know, but it's, like, a big thing. There's, like, a magazine, too. Anyways, so, yeah, I tried Vivi the Vamp for a while, and I think I'm going to stick with it for now. Um, why, reason- why don't you like Vivi the Vamp? Well, because people um, associate it with, like, shows like True Blood, where they call you know, female vampires, vamps, which I don't associate it with that at all. I've never watched any of that before. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, a vampy style at all? Like, yeah, yeah, like I feel like, you know, I'm kind of like a mix of like, you know, Betty Page meets yes. like Vampira and like, you know, Lily Munster. Like I love those sort of dark characters, but they're lighthearted and very kooky and fun and I sort of identify with that. So, yeah. And I like to represent that in my modeling style, too. I like to go, like, I love pinup modeling, but I also like to kind of go to the dark side a little bit, make yeah. it a little more naughty. So what So <laughs> what are you looking for in your new name? What are you wanting to embody? Because <laughs> Bubbles is the op- kind of the opposite of all what you just described. Right. Bubbles is like... It was more representative of my body because I kind of have like bubble butt. Yes, <laughs> bubble, butt, bubble butt, bubble boobs. You know what I mean? Like I just thought it was a really cute like yeah, and it just had a nice like ring to it. Yeah, it's cute, but I don't think your style is cute. Yeah, it's almost too cutesy for me. Too cutesy. So, yeah. Yeah. So you need so. something a little more, a little dark, but still fun. Yeah, not too dark though, because I dark. also I don't want to scare people. Also, like for example, like I would love to do. I want to continue with my burlesque and start doing more, like, um, you know, corporate stuff and all okay. of that. Like, kind of make, like, a little business out of it. So you want to be a little more accessible yes. than Vivi the Vamp. Yeah, like, it might be a little too, like, Halloween characters. Yeah, yeah, you don't want it to read, like, Halloween. Yeah, like, vampire. Exactly. I got it, I got it. So so what are you doing right now as a burlesque dancer and model? What do you, what, what's, give me a day in the life. 
I'm constantly booking shoots. I have a really great team that I work with a lot, um, but I do try and always find new people to work with. I think that's really good to do that because you can take advantage of different styles and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and different photographers, I think, bring out different things in you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good thing. Yeah, just constantly trying to find inspiration, you know, whether it's through characters or music, costume, just something always fresh and exciting and putting my little twist on it. And I'm also, I'm trained in gymnastics as well as... You are. Yeah. I that. <laughs> uh, yeah, as a competitive gymnast for 10 years. And, so uh, as you were a kid, did you do gymnastics? Yeah. Oh my God. You know what? I, I did gymnastics. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I... Hated there. I don't know if this like <laughs> exists in like adult gymnastics. It probably doesn't. Um, this could also be completely made up in my head and just like this tortured child memory. But okay, there was like a high bar and there was a sponge pit below it. Yep. This exists. It exists. Right. Yep. Okay. Let's. It's a good start. <laughs> and I, I'm not afraid of heights, but. Maybe, I guess maybe I was as a kid because I hated this sponge pit. Yeah. And, like, all they wanted you to do, like, as a child was, like, they'd lift you up and you'd grab onto the high bar mm-hmm. and they'd let go of you and then they'd just let you hang yeah. <laughs> until you wanted to let go and you'd fall in the sponge pit. Yeah. That's all it was. Okay. Pretty much. Uh, but I hated the sponge pit so badly. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would do is, like, they they would, like... <laughs> the gymnastics teacher would let me like just kind of play with the sponges mm-hmm. and like I would pick out like a happy face out of like the sponge you know with my nails <laughs> like pluck it out yeah um so I had this like sponge friend that <laughs> I guess would make me feel less frightened of a sponge pit um and I remember on my birthday I was like I was young. I was like four. Okay. Like super young. Mm-hmm. It was my birthday and I had to go to gymnastics and like <laughs> I, I didn't want to do the sponge pit and he was like, okay, don't worry. It's your birthday. You don't have to do the sponge pit. <laughs> and then he let me take that sponge home. Like, <laughs> the I, smiley face? Yeah, the smiley <laughs> sponge. He let me take home and oh. that was so lovely. Do you still have it? No. <laughs> I don't know if that I, would be really funny if you were like, I clean with it today. It <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't let go. <laughs> Say hello, spongy. No, I feel like my mom, uh, my mom and my dad are like, they like things that are like, they like clean cleanliness. <laughs> so I have a feeling that sponge got thrown out like right yeah. fast. Like yeah. all these kids just they get pretty sweating gross. on this sponge. Oh, I know. Also, oh my God, okay. <laughs> I hate to, like, <laughs> talk about this disgusting story. No, uh, I love it. On the podcast, but um, another, gymnastic, <laughs> another gymnastics memory I have, um, which is terrible. Um, you know the balance beam. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing, for sure. I know that. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was my least favorite. Yeah. I, I loved it because what I did with the balance beam... <laughs> was I, like, would hang, I would sit on it, like, straddle it with Mm -hmm. my legs on either side of the balance beam, and I would just, like, scooch myself across. (laughs) Again, again, I'm, like, four, okay? (laughs) And I guess someone had planter's warts (gasps) on their feet, right? Because people Uh are supposed to walk across this fucking thing, okay? (laughs) Oh, no. 
And I fully got planter's warts, like, all up in my crotch. Oh, my God. So I technically had genital warts <laughs> in my life. Even though it was, four. It was planter's warts. Oh, my God. And I remember my mom oh. tells this story, too, like, of the doctor just, like, they're supposed to, like, cut them off or something. I don't even oh. know. I don't even know the science of what they're supposed to do. Like... <laughs> They, they're supposed to freeze them yeah, they and then freeze cut them. them off or something. Cut they're, them out. They're supposed to fall off or something. And something. Have to freeze them. I don't know. But yeah. I re- my mom tells a story. Thank God I blocked it out and I don't remember. But she's like, he did not freeze it. And he went to like cut them out. <gasps> and you're like four or five. Oh my God. And I'm like shitting. Like I am flipping my lid. Oh my and he's God. just like, why is she being so unruly? What? Like. You know, get a handle on your child, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is the craziest story. (laughs) But, oh Oh my god. Hopefully no gymnasts are listening to this, because they'll be terrified now to, like, straddle the beam. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, because you guys straddle the beam sometimes. Sometimes. normal. Not, not, like, you did. Normal, normal users. Normal users of the beam sometimes straddle it, yeah, and then you flip around and flip yeah. over, whatever, right? <laughs> I wonder if I was not the only person then. If like, uh, yeah, if I mean, normal people using <laughs> planners or like, oh my god, your thought is terrible. Um, okay, so you did. <laughs> Enough about me and my planners words. Um, you did you do gymnastics when you were young? Like, or yeah. dance, or... Yeah, I did gymnastics. Then with that, we had to do some ballet as well. Yeah, um, I did ballet very young as well. Oh, yeah. it's great. Um, it actually helps your gymnastics, I think. Like, yeah. just to do it, like, alongside it. Because they get people to do ballet for a lot, like, athletes, like, sports yes. athletes. They yep. get to do ballet. So, yeah. Like, it helps everything, I feel like. Yeah, it helps your coordination balance, you know. Coordination, yeah. Core? Yeah. yeah. Development? Yeah. Possibly. Sure. Yeah. Because that's a big part of balance, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So you said gymnastics, you did ballet. Um, I did belly dancing. You did? Well, yeah. When you were youngish or? No, uh, a few years ago. I want to do that. Yeah. It's really great. Talk about core, like strength. It's fantastic for your core. Do you actually learn how to, like when I watch belly dancers like on videos or in person, like mm-hmm. I'm like, how are they even moving in that way. Yeah. Like, do you really learn, like, the secret of how to, like, ripple your belly and, like, how to, like, ice, like, the isolation. That's it. Of the hips is just, like, crazy. Like, it looks like it's not even attached to you. Yeah. Do you, like, learn all that shit? You do, but it takes time. You have to really work on it, like, work on your body and you have to learn how to focus on one isolating your muscles because that's a very hard thing to do we're so used to like you know doing crunches and working all our muscles and you know what I mean and it's like with this it's like you you have to learn to isolate one muscle and relax the rest and that's very difficult that's very hard yeah like even now like you know I'll practice here and there doing like undulations which are like the stomach flowing things and the ripple yeah and it's like yeah thing with your belly yeah and you kind of forget and you gotta like retrain yourself and it's also breathing too it's like it's a lot there's a lot involved (laughs) there's a lot involved so So did you do that class to help you with your burlesque or had you started burlesque yet 
I hadn't started books. At that point, no? No, I just did it out of pure interest. Yeah, just interest? Yeah. Did that class make you think about wanting to do burlesque? Because it's kind of a... Um... I I know my friend is a burlesque dancer, and mm -hmm. she insists that sex and sexiness isn't a part of it. No. Not, but, but to it, me, watching it, it's so sexy. North Americans think... Sexualize it, that, right? Exactly. But, you know, in Egypt and... Tra yeah, traditionally, it's not. It's not supposed to be. And no. It's not. No. Yeah. It's just... Is it like celebration, beauty? Kind of, yeah. And, and just women, you know, it, it's very... It's a really great way for a community of women to come together and mm. do something together and, and yeah, and, and be traditional as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But here, it's super hot. Super hot. Super <laughs> Did hot. You, so I'm just wondering when you took those classes, were you like, hmm, like... No, it wasn't then. And actually, I was living in Windsor at the time, because I'm from Windsor, Ontario. Okay. And uh, when I moved to Toronto, a lot of people were kind of like... Because I was just doing modeling at the time, and they're like... Sexy modeling? Yeah, like pinup okay. style. Okay, pinup style modeling, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people would be like, how come you don't do burlesque? Or they would already assume I do it. Right. Why? I don't know. Do do the both, right? I guess. I don't know. They were just like, yeah, you're doing burlesque, right? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it just kind of came. I don't even know. How did it start? It, it seems like so long ago. Um, <laughs> how long have you been doing burlesque? Well, I mean, I did it. I started maybe two years ago, but then I kind of stopped for a while, and now I'm sort of back on the wagon again. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just life gets in the way. Oh, yeah. All that. Yeah, I just, uh, I did one event, and I actually did it with a, a really good friend of mine yeah. who did this really amazing devil dance. Yeah. And it's like, I was the devil, and she was like my little slave. Yeah. And uh, I was putting like a spell on her sort of the whole time, and I was whipping her with a whip for real. Yeah. This girl's a trooper. Love her. Um, she let me whip her. Um, and then the sort of the climax at the end was, um, she gave birth to a devil baby. Yes. And sort of that's like my like, yeah. And then I don't really care about the baby and it's just that, that's sort of the end. Like yeah. that's all I wanted was that like a devil baby to come in and That's you know. pretty Anyways. extreme for a first dance. It was actually very crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> What, yeah. did, what did you think doing that, like, for doing that for a first time with this, like, um, kind of crazy storyline? Did I, you like it? Or I loved it. Like, yeah? I loved it. You weren't thinking, like, what the hell, or... No! You right away into it? Yeah. yeah. I loved how bizarre, like, I, I love how burlesque ten, can tell a story. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I especially think it's great when more than one person does it. I don't know. The, the devil's always been a really weird fascination of mine. I always okay. thought the devil was a really beautiful villain mm -hmm. sort of type character, He's I the guess. The ultimate villain. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was kind of like a weird, like, this feels right. Yeah. yeah. You were on board <laughs> Come with, out with the a bang. devil idea. Yeah. Right yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. And who choreographed this piece? Your friend and you... We did it together. We did it together? My boyfriend helped a bit. It was actually for his show. Okay. Um, yeah, he's in so a band and... So yeah. did he ask you to do something like that? Is that... Or did your friend... No, I. it was kind of a combination. I sort of suggested it to my boyfriend, and then he was like, yeah, okay, let's do this. Yeah. And then he sort of helped us coordinate it, and we did it. And, and it was, did it. It was great, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully I'm going to do more 
devil ones. I've got a whole devil outfit, so I nice. can always just pull it out in my nice. back pocket. So, <laughs> so after that, were you like, okay, I'm into this. Mm-hmm. Let's do more. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to, I knew I always had it in me because I had to be a performer as a gymnast as well. Right. Um, and that was always very nerve wracking. Yeah. I just want to reach the point where I'm not, well, in my head, I was thinking I want to reach the point where I'm like not nervous and I like, I'm comfortable on the stage and I love it. I love that like crazy adrenaline you get just before you go on stage. Yeah. Um, it really like helps you like do really, really well and. You know, it's it's really important as a performer, I yeah. think. And it if just, you can hone that too, right? Yeah, it just energizes the entire performance. Yeah, and yeah. You're just immersed in the experience. Yes. 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 <laughs> so Do you remember what you did after that? What your next gig was or your next group of gigs? Uh my next one well we did we brought that to Cherry Colas for cool. Sinful Sundays. Yeah. And that went really well. Nice. Um, so how did you get in there? You just approached someone and asked? Can we do this number? Kind of, yeah. At the sh- the first show, um, I was speaking or I was performing with Dolly Berlin. Oh, cool! And she's obviously a well known performer in the city, and mm-hmm. um, she does, she organizes Sinful Sundays, and yeah. so I approached her, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, let's do it," and we did it, and that was it. <laughs> Had you seen burlesque at that point? Yes, a lot. Yeah, a decent amount. A yeah. decent amount at that point, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the city, and yeah. so it's it's easy to find. It's funny, though. A lot of people still ask me, they're like, where can I go see burlesque, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, there's a lot going yeah. on. So like, Cherry Colas, what's another another couple places you like? There's uh-huh. another show that happens. It's called Kitty Nights. Uh, it's on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Or no, sorry, Saturdays. Um, then there's Pussy Whipped Wednesdays, which is run by Tanya Cheeks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, all you have to look up is Toronto Burlesque and you can yeah. find stuff, you yeah. can find listings, so. When is the Toronto Burlesque Festival? That's uh, a thing that happens. Yeah, I think it's usually in the spring. Springtime, um, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I want to get involved in that this year somehow. Yeah. Because we were always just, like, kind of a song and dance trio, like me and my two friends, Becky Johnson and Jeff Schisler, because mm-hmm. um, we're music theater trained, and, oh, okay. like, for this next show, for the Halloween show, we're doing, like, a Rocky Horror medley. Ooh. Like, a huge, like, ten minute long Rocky Horror medley. That's amazing. So that's how we started doing stuff, and it always had a sexual theme, because it was at my show, so I had right. to, to, like, fit in, so we did, like... Take Back Your Mink from Guys and Dolls, like, mm-hmm. anything, anything sex-themed, but also, like, more music theater type thing. That's so cool. it was only, like, super recently, maybe the last year, I started doing, like, solo actual burlesque routines, like, cool. outside of that troupe. So now mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, I'm cool with just doing it mostly at my show, but, like, yeah. the Toronto Burlesque Festival, I feel like I'd love to be a part of. Yeah. For sure. Totally. So I'm should. like, who can I talk to? <laughs> when is it? Where is it? I just have no idea. Yeah. I just have no idea. And I'm like, I need to make this happen somehow. Yeah, well, if I hear it. anything or I see anything, I will let you know. I would love that. 100%. So with um, <laughs> modeling and photography, mm-hmm. how did you get into that? Well, way back when, when I lived in Windsor, mm-hmm. um, it's funny, uh, I was at an art show. And this photographer just came up to me one day, and he's like, you know, I think you have a really great look, and I would love to shoot you. Would you be interested in doing so? And he was very professional and very sweet about it, and um, 
And she's like, okay. (laughs) We got together and, um, you know, it was incredibly nerve wracking, but Uh for the first like hour maybe. And then, you know, you sort of find your groove and was this a risque shoot? Was it nudes or was it like, it was like boudoir. boudoir So it was in like lingerie. Had you done anything like that before? Nothing. Nothing? Zero. Nothing. So were you like, Nervous uh, about taking off your clothes, or I was initially, and I actually ended up taking off my clothes uh-huh. <laughs> and getting actually a really like a really good set of shots. Nice. Um, cool. So yeah, and once I saw them, I was just like, okay, maybe there's something here. Mm-hmm. And so I just continued doing so and worked with a few photographers in Windsor before I left. And mm-hmm. did you approach them at that point? Uh, they were sort of all connected through, like, friends. Okay. So... So they saw those shots, probably? Yeah, and just, you know, I I saw them at, like, events or whatever, and I knew they were doing photography, so, you know, we would just kind of connect and make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when I moved to Toronto, I had stopped doing it for a little while when I first got here, just because I was kind of settling, and just, I didn't know anybody, and it was just like, blah. And then, uh... Yeah, just started working with people. Um, I found a couple people off Model Mayhem, not too many. I had some bad experiences and some good experiences, so you do have to be careful with that. So that's an online directory, Model Mayhem? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So you just say, you have a profile, hey, I'm a model. Kind of. It's kind of like a very shitty version of Facebook. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like so old school, like... For models and photographers to connect. Yeah. Yeah. But it works. It's basically the same thing. So and you said you had some shitty experiences? Yes. Like, how so? Just, like, one guy, one time, he wanted to do... He was going to be the photographer and the makeup artist. So I was like, uh, okay, like, all right. He wanted to put together this, like, book of, like, different makeup looks. I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. So I was closed for this one, and it took him four hours to do the makeup. I don't know how I found the patience. I literally was ready to get up out of my chair at so many points and just walk out. Because um, I just... And it wasn't paid. Ugh. That I can remember. No, it wasn't. So it's just for the shots for your portfolio. Yeah, but they were and all useless. Can, and, oh, really? <laughs> well, that shoot was. It was completely useless. Ugh. And then another guy... God, he's... Um, what do you call it? Um, what's the term? Just like a... What's the term? Dickhead? <laughs> dickhead, yeah, that's a good one. It is. Um, no, but just like... He uses photography as like a you know way to pick up girls. Right. And so we went to his apartment. He didn't have any lighting set up. He just had a very simple, like, I don't know, Canon-type camera. Mm-hmm. And he was taking, like, I don't know, pictures in the bedroom and just very, like, ordinary, boring shots. I don't know. And I just was like, okay. Not at all professional. No. Like, no and professional then, setup whatsoever. No. And then he's like, oh, wear my, wear my, um, my button-up shirt. And then he's like, take this off. And he was just, he was trying to, basically trying to get me naked. Right. And I refused to. Not for art's sake. No. And so I was like, no, I'm not comfortable. Like, he asked me, like, three or four times, like, you know, can you do this? I was like, no. And so anyways, I, and then he tried, like, giving me wine, and I was just like, hey, like, no. Like, I don't drink wine at shoots, blah, blah, blah. So then he gave me the photos, and they were, like, all pretty much garbage. There was, like, maybe one that was okay, but it was, like, I could have taken a better one of myself. Yeah. And then... I don't know, maybe, like, a week later, he, like, wanted to get together and do another shoot, and then 
couple days later, he's like, oh, I, you know, I lost all the photos. Ugh. Can you meet me? I'll, I'll stop by your place and, you know, we can meet in the car and I'll just like upload them from your, like, cause he gave me a little stick for it. It's like, yeah, my computer got wiped out, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, hell no. I yeah. didn't say anything, but I was just like... You didn't respond? I didn't respond. Yeah. But, you know, when you're a model, you got to be careful of stuff like that. For sure. You know, like, that's the only downside of it, is you just got to have your wits about you, and, you know, I... I take, don't... <laughs> take your basic, like, female safety precautions. Yes. Tell someone where you're going. Yes. Have some mace or some shit in your purse. Yeah, and if there's <laughs> signs, if there's red flags, like like listen to them. Yeah, don't ignore them because you might end up in a bad situation. Yeah, pay and attention. You always hear about bad situations with models and yeah. Well, with anything, women going, you know, yeah. dates. Like That's true. Online dates, anything yes. online where you don't know the person. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you're meeting them. Yeah. It's like. Don't, don't, accept- don't leave your drink unattended. I was just going to say, don't accept any drinks from yes, them. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Bring your own water. Yeah. Because just- you just never know, right? Yeah. And then, you know, you form relationships. Like, um, there's a photographer, Tim Miguel, that I work with a lot. And we are like, and we've got we've got a whole team. Um, Joanna from Fluffer Designs, Tamara is a stylist. Um, and then we usually rotate makeup artists. But the three of them, I know, are we're all a great team and... Perfect. I can trust them completely. Yeah. And they've, we've sort of built that trust in each other, you know? Perfect. So it's really nice to have that and to build those sort of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so are all so. these photos, like for this lovely trio you have now, are these photos for just like their portfolios or what are they being used for? We're sending them into magazines yeah. to be published. Fantastic. So, because there's so many alternative magazines out there, mm-hmm. you know, dark magazines, like, um, girls with like a lot of tattoos and yeah. you know what I mean? Like almost like suicide girl type modeling, but, th- but women of all different shapes and sizes and, right. um, and you know, every month they usually have a different theme. So then we'll just sort of be on the lookout if, for themes and then send them and then accordingly. Shoot the theme and then, and then submit. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Um, Monica Humberg, who I have on the show sometimes she does, mm-hmm. uh, she's actually started a new live show based on her podcast Mm-hmm. which is called Craig's Lost, uh-huh. and it's about, um, the podcast is always about, she just reads these stupid <laughs> Craigslist posts of people, <laughs> like, and it's just insane, and she's starting a live show now where she's creating, like, a stage show out of it, which is starting this month, I think. Um, and I think I saw it on Facebook, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check it out for sure. I'm working, uh, the first show I'm working at, so I can't, but I'm going to definitely support her the first time possible. But I had her do this bit at a bedpost once where she's reading uh, sexually themed Craigslist posts. Okay. And one of them, uh, which is kind of related to what we're talking about, <laughs> it's called Facial Diversity. <laughs> okay. Okay. And it's this guy that is looking for models mm-hmm. to um, get a cum shot on their face. Oh, wow. And, and so that's the portrait. Uh, so that's the facial part. <laughs> Diversity is he wants people of, you know, all different races and sizes and heights and sexes. And, uh, and it's for this art project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> called facial diversity and it's like oh boy oh boy oh boy i bet you there he's had a ton of responses oh isn't that terrible it's sad but yeah because part of her whole bit is like showing that you know people are just disguising their fetishes Mm -hmm. like 
you know, it's it's about the deception that yes. is the shitty part of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure, you know, if you just wanted to have some casual sex and ask the late, lovely lady if she would mind, you know, a cum shot on the face, right. I'm sure once in a while a girl would be like, sure, I'm kind of into that, you know? Yeah. You could do that. You could be a, a good human being, <laughs> you know, and like approach a girl about that when you're comfortable enough. Right. Two. Right. You know, and maybe, and have some success, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Except, you know, instead, you're being this shitty human (laughs) (laughs) who is trying to, like, lure, like, oh, God, I don't even want to think about the people that got in the room with that dude. Yeah. Well, you know what? The internet makes things so much more accessible. Yeah. Including people, and so he's just taking advantage of that. Yeah. I think. And... Honestly, like, people will do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are, there are some models out there that are like, they'll do anything. Yeah. And it's like, and that's fine. Like, I'm no judgment here. Yeah. But I'm sure he got a ton of responses. Because people, people also want to be involved in something that's a spectacle too. Because maybe they'll get attention as well, right? Right. So, yeah, it's kind of a, it's, it's a weird situation. But (laughs) hey, you know what? It might be a good, I don't know if this is true or not, but. You know, there's a lot of good proteins in that skunk. <laughs> in that sperm, spermazoa. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. I heard it's great for the skin. Yeah, you can just, like, leave it on your face for, like, ten minutes. Like a mini facial. Or is that just what men tell us? <laughs> so they can come on our faces. <laughs> okay, let's take a break, Vivi. Uh, we're going to talk about some sex. Ooh, Ooh sex. <laughs> Uh, we'll be right back with VV blank. <laughs> VV TBA. After this. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I just wanted to let you know about the next Bed Post stage show, which is happening Friday, October 21st at 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theatre, 154 Danforth Avenue, second floor above the Black Swan. For this fantastic show, we have Jess Beaulieu, Vivi, Richard Como, Caroline Doss, Alison Doyle, Michael Monjardi, Andrea Warehan, The Three Tits, and yours truly, Aaron Pym. Again, that is Friday, October the 21st at 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theatre. For more information about Bedpost, go to our Facebook page at Bedpost Erotica or our Instagram at The Bedpost Sex Show. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode. Hey everyone, and we are back with the Bedpost Podcast, and we have Vivi here with us. Woo! 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 So we promised everyone we'd talk about sex. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> when you were, a logical place to start, when, when you were young, did you get like a talk from your parents, or... Absolutely not. No? No? <laughs> it's way too awkward. Yeah. <laughs> My dad is European, and that stuff just doesn't exist with European dads. Yeah. Um, and my mom, she's a bit awkward about stuff like that, so no. Okay. I kind of learned it on my own, and um, plus in school, we had sex ed in grade seven. Okay. What did you learn there? Oh, everything, actually. Really? You know, I know what a perineum is now because I took that class. Yeah. Wow. I did uh, not learn that. <laughs> 
that on my own. <laughs> no, it was great. I think it's actually very, very important um, to have a sex ed class because a lot of people like don't have that talk with their kids, and mm-hmm. I think it's imp- it's it's important. But some you know some parents just feel awkward about it. And I understand that, so it's understandable. You know, I like that they're starting to bring in sex education. Um, Better sex education. Yes, yes, exactly. Like mine was all right. My teacher was a little awkward. It was a guy, and yeah. But he made it very funny and comical. He's just a very funny guy, so it was great. Uh, Wasn't yeah. super awkward for the class. Initially it was. Yeah. But, you know, we're all, like, raging hormones and, like... Interested. Yeah, so... If, if awkward. Yeah. Very invested in the sex ed class. Yes, yeah. very much Did so. Did you separate the girls from the boys? No. No? Just one big happy family class? Yep, yep, yep. Did you go to a public school? I did. Public school. Okay. I missed out, I think. Did you already kind of know what sex was a little bit at that point? Grade 7? Yes. Like, had you kissed a boy, or had you... Yes. Yeah? (laughs) A neighbor. You kissed a neighborhood boy. (laughs) Inside a Batman tent. Yes. I saw... Here's the thing. Actually, I blame my parents for this, or my mom and my sister. They used to watch soap operas. Yeah. Obviously, they make out a lot in soap operas. So, you know what? I was definitely influenced by those. Yeah? General Hospital in particular. Yes. I watched Dirty Show. I watched Days. Oh. Days was crazy. Yeah, it was pretty scandalous. (laughs) It is. It's like very like, whoa. You're right, though. It's like this pulp romance genre. Mm Mm-hmm. But do you, are you joking or do you really think like no, I that think you so. were emulating like... Totally. Yeah? Yeah. I oh. saw them like kissing and I was like, oh, that's what we're supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> Grab the boy next door. <laughs> yeah. Get in the tent, buddy. In the Batman tent you go. <laughs> in the cave. Were you guys like boyfriend and girlfriend? Not or, at all. You know, you were just like... <laughs> he was my brother's friend and I mean, we were like, you know, we were all kind of neighborhood friends yeah. and... As kids, we played together, and yeah, yeah. It was but were you like, let's? I need to experience this. Like, let's do this. Yeah, I guess. I need to try this thing that I just saw. Yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And I liked it. I was like, ooh, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like the feeling of a boy's tongue. Yeah, it feels nice. <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy. And then what happened from there? <sighs> oh, nothing. Were you boy crazy? Uh, you know, not, well, yeah, I mean, I had my little crushes here and there. Yeah. Um, I was in love with boy bands. Yeah, what boy bands? What boy bands? The Backstreet Boys were the original, well, actually, New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys. I was a New Kids fan. I was a big New Kids fan. I had a Danny button that I wore (laughs) on this. For some reason, it's the button's home was on this particular dress. Like, I never took okay. the button off and wore it on other clothes. Mm-hmm. So I would always call the dress my new kid's dress. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, girls, like, I'm going to wear my new kid's dress. Aww. And I'm sure they were picturing, like, I don't know, like, a dress that was made of, like, a pattern with their faces all over it. Right. Like, some... Some real new kids dress, but it's right. just a normal dress with me wearing my button, my Danny button. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> everyone was always let down when I actually presented my new kids dress. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so you had, so you like boy bands? Yeah. yeah. Did you have posters? Oh my god, posters and posters and posters. I was in yeah. the, I was in the Backstreet Boys fan club. Like it was ridiculous. Wow. It was 
pretty hardcore. That's awesome. Yeah. So were you like, did you masturbate at that time? Were it, well, because some people like with the teen beat and the tiger beat and all that, they're like getting off to like these like you know stupid like. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the. Because I had magazines. Did you have magazines? How old are you? Are you my age? Are you over thirty? No. Okay. So I'm a little older than you. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. And I had like I I had the magazines like the yeah. tweeny age magazines, yep. right? And it yep. had just, like, pictures of, and, like, like these bullshit articles mm-hmm. that someone made up. Right. You know, like, had nothing to do with anything. Like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was probably right. featured. Oh, my God, of course. JTT. Yeah. Um, who's... Devin Sawa. Yeah, Devin Sawa. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> River Phoenix. Uh-huh. River Phoenix was on there. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, I would fully touch myself. <laughs> Reading, like just looking at these dumb. <laughs> I don't think I read the articles though. Not, I would not it was just them. for the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just know, for the pictures. I mean, rightfully so. The uh, quote-unquote articles were just like <laughs> he went to the fridge that day, and you, did you know he likes peanut butter sandwiches? <laughs> he does. That's his favorite thing that he asks his mom for to put in his lunchbox on the film shoot. And then that's all you eat for, like, the next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So were you doing that? Uh, Yeah, I'd say a little bit. Or am I alone? No, you're not alone. No, not at all. I was... You can call that boy crazy. Yeah, 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 I can consider that, yeah. 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 Do you remember the next time you, like, did you actually, your actual first kiss, like... Uh, yes. I was wearing braces. <laughs> I have braces too. I did too. And, um, I think, I can't remember if he had braces too. Oh, wow. I forget. I know he did have braces at one point, but I can't remember if that was when. Anyways, um, yeah, actually my two best friends at the time, we were partying at one of the girls' house, and, uh, this guy that she knew was having a party, and... So whatever, we went, and then they set it up so that, like, they all left the room (laughs) and, like, trapped us basically together, and, uh, yeah, it's all right. You kind of kiss like a fish. Okay. Um, kind of like, like, it was like... Just too much... Like, suction? I don't know. Too much suction. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's really awkward. It's just like, man, my very first kiss when I was a kid was way better than this. So how old were you at this point? Uh, I think I was like 17. <laughs> Something like you that. You fish kiss at 17. I did, that I sucks. did. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. But and that didn't go anywhere, obviously, because fish kiss. Well. Or did it? It kind of did. I don't know how. Well, I don't know. We just like got along really well, so I just yeah. like kind of ignored it. It was just like, okay, whatever, he kisses like a fish, whatever. I'll get over it. Uh, I'll deal with it. Yeah. And then uh, he actually ended up being my first. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and how was that? Was that... You know what? I was just kind of like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it, it was it was because, you know, it, it was... To give you a visual, it was like hot dog down a hallway. It was just like... <laughs> so he didn't have yeah. size on his side. No. no, and maybe I think I'm the type of girl that likes girth. Yeah, he yeah, didn't. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have a ton of that. No. So it I sound like it. yeah, and like and it was funny. It never like the first time it it didn't hurt a lot mine, of girls. No, mine neither. Yeah, and I was just like, is something wrong with me? Because 
you know, apparently they say if you're in sports or whatever, like... Gymnastics. And gymnastics in particular. Gymnastics. Yeah, that you pop your cherry, like, naturally. Yeah. So, I don't know. I must have done that. Yeah, I think I did that, too. I don't understand. Although, the account from my boyfriend, my shitty, shitty boyfriend at the time, (laughs) his account was that I did bleed, but... Well, to my knowledge, I did not at all, and it didn't hurt at all. Yeah. In fact, I barely felt it. And yeah. Was, I don't remember he was particularly small, like, just looking at it. Yeah. But, like, I didn't see that many penises, so yeah. I'm sure I was like, <laughs> I'm like, this is how they are. So maybe it was small, I don't remember. But, like, yeah, I did not feel it. Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. So bizarre. I don't know if, like, just your muscles aren't engaged yet or something. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, you're not using that part of your body yet. So you don't really know how to, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I just like, didn't feel it. Yeah. Maybe and I can't explain it to this day. Well, maybe, I mean, I don't know the anatomy of popping a cherry, but I yeah. think like there must be something that just breaks or something. Yeah. Like, your hymen. Yeah. Yeah. It's your hymen. That's yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I can think of the word. Yeah, there must be something in gymnastics that makes you do that. Yeah, because they say, at the time, I remember, they're like, if you're a horseback rider, then you probably would have broken it. Gymnastics, they mentioned, then you might have broken it. And something else, yeah, just like general sports. I guess there's a lot of, like... Anything where you're like, your legs are... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, how how do you break it? Yeah, naturally, like, how do you break it without having intercourse? That's interesting. How? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That'll be a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. When I get a health <laughs> practitioner in here, ask about hymens. I have a I have a friend who had to get her hymen surgically broken. What? Yeah, a windbreak is a thick hymen. <gasps> Poor thing. There's a lot of hymen. Yeah, and she kept yeah. trying to have sex with her one boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and it just wouldn't happen. Like it was like there was a wall. Oh my god. She That's said. crazy. Yeah, and then eventually. Um, they, they were like, okay, I don't think it's something we're doing incorrectly. Like at this point they had tried it like a number of times and it's just like hitting a wall. Yeah. So she finally like went to the doctor and had a look and he's like, oh yeah, you put like a little tear in it, like through all these attempts. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like a, a band across it basically. Wow. She describes it as, like, a no-smoking sign, like, like <laughs> a band across the middle of the circle. Yeah. So, like, you could kind of get around it, and they had kind of torn it a tiny bit, but, like, just a big, thick band right in the middle that Crazy. you would, like, just keep hitting against. Wow. But, like, man, I never experience that at all. I didn't yeah. Even feel a thing. It's like a crazy like natural defense thing or something. Yeah. Weird. And, and she's not the only person. I think now that she's kind of talked about that publicly, lots of girls have come up to her and said I had to do the same thing. So it's wow. more common than you think, I think. Huh. Yeah. They even though I'd in, never heard of it before. They should get into horseback riding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wonder, yeah, I wonder if that They're saying all these activities could naturally break it. Mm -hmm. I wonder if girls with, if they somehow knew that they had a very thick hymen or a band across Mm -hmm. like hers, if it would have helped at all to, you know, do gymnastics, do dance, do Mm -hmm. sports, Mm -hmm. if it would have somehow stretched it or thinned it or something. Yeah. I gotta ask somebody about this. How? That blows my mind. Like a penis going in and breaking it. Obviously. That makes sense. Yeah. How does it get broken? <laughs> oh, another thing. Did they say using tampons? Was that a urban legend? Using tampons might break it? 
Oh, I've never heard that. that. Maybe that's an urban legend. I don't know. That doesn't actually happen. Yeah, I've never heard it. I'm trying to think of the things I was told. Anyway, (laughs) so so you had sex for the first time. Yeah. You didn't really feel it. (laughs) Yeah. It's just kind of there. Just like, okay. Like, it just kind of felt like a sex doll. It's just kind of like... Yeah. Okay, you done? Yep. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, me too. Like a disconnected kind of a thing, too. Well, okay, no, maybe the first time it wasn't so disconnected, but after that, because I wasn't really, like, feeling it. Pleasure? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't feeling it, and I wasn't feeling him, so yeah, it started to feel, like... Very disconnected. Disconnected, Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, after that, did you continue, did you have a new boyfriend? Did you... Um, well, you know, I fooled around here and there, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, not for very long, though, because I, when I was 20, I met, uh, my current boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, we've oh, been wow. together for, it's gonna be 10 years. Wow. Which is insane, so, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. He's your high school sweetheart? Or no, no. college sweetheart. College sweetheart. No. No? Not at all. Nothing sweetheart. He's a crazy artist. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> well, he owns a gallery. Um, wow. I don't know. You might know him. A lot of people know him. His name's Christian Aldo. Okay. And, uh... He's a big deal, kind of? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, you know, he does his thing, and... Is he's he being a photographer? Does he shoot you? No. He should, though. <laughs> He really should. well. Everyone well, he, he'll he'll do like naughty shots, but him <laughs> <laughs> <Who> knows. <laughs> but those don't leave his computer. <laughs> as far as I know, they better. Not. As far as you know, yeah. <laughs> does he is he painter or? Uh, yeah. Well, he does. Um, he's more of like a sculptor. Oh wow! Yeah, sculpting is kind of his thing. Has so. he ever sculpted you? No, but he's done like paintings that are sort of like like oh that reminds me of you. Yeah. Or, yeah. He, yeah. Just in his make mind's in eye, he was painting your body. Yeah. 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 What does he think of you being a burlesque dancer and a model? And... Totally supportive. Totally supportive? Yeah. 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 He wants me to do it full time. Yeah. Like, nice. he's like, totally like, yes, you should do it. He's, I think he sees how happy it makes me and that, you know, um, I think I'm talented. <laughs> I think I'm, you know, not bad. <laughs> Um, not to sound conceited or anything, you know. <laughs> not bad. I do okay. <laughs> but yeah, he just knows that I have the talent naturally, and so he likes, you know, to see that. And he's a big supporter of the arts, of course. And yeah, right. Does he come so. to see your shows? He does. does he see you perform. Yeah. 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 And so. is he like, "Good job, baby"? Yeah. Oh, he'll, he'll give me <laughs> constructive criticism. That's <gasps> the thing, and that's really? what I love. I need. The, I think that's so important for everyone because. You know, sometimes, like, I'll do a performance and I don't smile enough. And, uh, you know, he'll just tell me, like, things like that. Or just yeah. little pointers here and there that'll just sort of help me, you know, help do better. Along. You know, I'll bounce around ideas with him, too. Like, on, nice. you know, things that I want to do. And he'll sort of give me some ideas sometimes. Or we'll just, you know, we'll just Because he's, he's a creative type. He's totally, like, Leonardo da Vinci come to life again. Yeah, Like, yeah. for real. Reincarnate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. So, yeah. Vivi, we're at time, girl. Oh my god, already? That flew. <laughs> um, so you are going to perform at Bedpost yes! on October 21st. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait, too, because I actually haven't even seen you perform. Woo! I've seen so many beautiful pictures. Like, you got to check out Vivi's Instagram, which is what? Vivi the Vamp. Which is still Vivi the Vamp. Yes. yes. 
Uh, she's got beautiful professional shots and nice little clips of performances. And she's gorgeous and lovely, and you should follow her. Where else uh, do you have a presence you would like people to know about? I'll be performing at Sinful Sundays, um, which is, uh, well, it's... The event is Sinful Sundays, and it's at Cherry Colas. Mm-hmm. Sunday, October the 23rd. Nice. I'll be doing a special Halloween performance for that. Yes. So, uh, And that's it so far. Very nice. But I, you know, I do frequent Sinful Sundays, so if you just follow Cherry Colas or Sinful Sundays Burlesque, you can kind of see that. And I also post um, on Facebook or Instagram. And what um, are you on Facebook? Um, Vivi Modeling and Burlesque. Yeah, I have a page, so... A whole page set up. A page. So people can check you out. Yeah, with all my future dates. And... Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming, Vivi. Aw, It's such a me. pleasure to talk to you today. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> Guys, this has been the Bedpost Podcast, and I'm Erin Pym. Please check back often, because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost Live, or like we were just talking about, the Variety Stage Show runs at the Social Capital Theatre, the third Friday of every month at 8pm. This month is October 21st, and you will see Vivi and me. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica, or on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. 